Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Don't you hate when you listen to a podcast for the first time and there's this great intro music that gets you all hype and then the host comes in all soft like, Welcome to the Fantasy Fart in a Jar podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Jabber. <laughs> well, not here at BGN, baby. We are coming in hot to start your day off right. I'm your host, Michael Kiss. This is episode six of Quick Jam, brought to you by the fine folk at SB Nation and Bleedy Green Nation. Let's snort some espresso and get at it. First up on the docket here, Nikkel Roby Coleman, the Eagles' new starting slot corner, has earned praise throughout the camp process but he's in the news for a different reason than his play. Yesterday, when speaking to the media, he was asked the difference between Carson Wentz and Rams quarterback Jared Goff. NRC said the difference is that Wentz takes ownership of the offense and he takes accountability. And hey, I've often said that Jared Goff is the Ask Madden of NFL quarterbacks due to how much he leans on Sean McVay, so my confirmation bias leans heavily in favor of this quote. Jim Schwartz spoke to the media as well and was asked about the Eagles' presumed CB2 Avante Maddox and if he had any reservations about starting a 5'9 guy on the outside. No, I think that size matchups are always a concern, but the, what I'd say about Avante is the only time he looks short is when um, when you know he's in the lunch line. When he gets on the field, he's never, in my mind, played small. Um, he's a physical player. He's got great timing and ability to jump. And, um, you know, there's been a lot of guys that, you know, have that kind of skill set. He brings some things to the table that maybe some of the taller guys don't have. He's got great quickness and uh, change of direction ability. He can get up to speed super quick, which allows him to play a little bit different technique on the outside. And the thing that he's probably, um, you know, most deceiving with is he's really strong. Um, let's not confuse small with, um, with little with him because are short with um, with small. I guess that's probably the best uh, thing there. Schwartz went on to say that Maddox should benefit from being in a more focused role in the defense as opposed to bouncing around to a number of positions like he has in the past. On the injury front, not a lot new to report from Sunday's show. Andre Dillard has been officially listed as day-to-day with an upper body knock. Running backs Corey Clement, Boston Scott, then also Vinnie Curry and Hassan Ridgeway returned to practice on Monday. Jannard Avery left practice and did not return to action as he continues to battle for a roster spot. On the field, Carson Wentz still struggled a little bit with some accuracy issues, but also tossed some beautiful over-the-shoulder boulder holders to guys like J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, Zach Ertz, and Jalen Rager. That trio of playmakers continues to impress for Wentz. And Wentz was also picked off by Jalen Mills, by the way. And per BLG, Mills also had tight coverage on Zach Ertz to force incompletion over the middle. Mills is having a solid cam and looks to be settling into his role at safety quite well. Hopefully that carries into the regular season with the Eagles missing Malcolm Jenkins, of course. Another 
big play by the defense came from linebacker Duke Riley, who picked off Nate Sudfeld and took it back for a pick six, which caused the sideline to erupt in cheer. Expect an expanded role for Riley this year as he's receiving first-team nickel reps alongside Nate Gary. Schwartz mentioned in his presser that Riley was already primed for a bigger role last year if injuries would have forced him into action, so he'll have to continue to fend off second-year linebacker TJ Edwards, but so far, so good from the former Falcon. The most important note from the defense is all about the drip. Jalen Mills is sporting a red visor, Rodney McLeod is going with the blue, while Malik Jackson has opted for amber, and Fletcher Cox is rocking the black. With Andre Dillard and Lane Johnson out today, the first team reps from left to right went Jordan Mailata, Isaac Siamalo, Jason Kelsey, Jason Peters, and Matt Pryor. It's going to be decision time on Mailata very soon, and they're giving him all the reps he needs to make his case. In transactional news, the team re-signed cornerback Trevor Williams. He was released in July as part of the cuts to get to an 80-man roster after initially being brought on with a future-slash-reserve contract in January. The former Chargers corner has 27 start under his belt, and if he has a path to the roster, it's probably got to be by outshining the injured Sidney Jones. Jones has now missed five consecutive practices and is hanging precariously on the proverbial roster bubble. Schwartz made a nod to this in his presser, saying that, quote, time is starting to creep in on us, end quote. We touched on the rash of false positive COVID tests hitting the NFL on yesterday's show, and from what I can tell, and I reserve the right to retract this statement in light of new evidence in the future, but the NFL has done a tremendous job handling this COVID situation. They learned from the Matt Stafford false positive, they put new measures in place, and now you have a protocol to prevent games being incorrectly impacted by those false positives. They also quickly identified where the issues were coming from and why. So look, I've been skeptical about the NFL's ability to pull this thing off, but so far, I can't help but be impressed by the results, and it gives me hope that the 2020 NFL season happens without a catastrophic hitch. Granted, I am saying this as we're essentially in the first inning here, but as long as the NFL isn't using the Phillies' bullpen, I'll remain cautiously optimistic for the time being. I just realized I haven't mentioned Nigel Bradham being cut from the Saints in a surprise move. I was just on Louisiana radio yesterday, and they couldn't tell me why either, but Nigel, I hope the next organization you go to has a winning culture, bud because you've suffered long enough. That'll do it for Quick Jam Episode 6. Be an ally of the feed and make sure you're subscribed and leaving five stars and a written review in Apple Podcasts. Also, check out all the full camp recaps with BGN Radio. We'll be ramping up the lineup of other shows very soon, so you've got that to look forward to as well. But in the meantime, go dominate and have yourself a day.